Hey guys, welcome back to Heal, Survive, and Thrive. I am so excited that you are here. Let's dive right into this week's topic. Now, let me just say this. If you are in a relationship that is not healthy, you don't, I don't care the degree to what that is, whether it's just like a little unhealthy or severely abusive, you don't necessarily have to be trauma bonded to someone. Not everyone will experience that. But if you, but to understand what it means is to understand the intense kind of feelings that you have towards someone. And there's really, I'm talking severe codependency here where there's just like an intense connection be- between the two of you and there's a feeling of I need I need you like I need you in order to survive so it's a very unhealthy relationship so again codependency we can be a little codependent or we can be like on the other on the other side of that spectrum so this is like severe intense connection with someone um, that is not healthy. So you are in a relationship where the abusive cycle goes around and around and around. You have 100% experienced cognitive dissonance where you have seen bits and pieces of this amazing relationship and, and and because of the possibly even chemical connection now that you have towards this person, energetic connection, whatever you wanna call it, during those amazing times and then you experiencing a severe level of abuse you see like two sides of this person and you get confused on who's actually real and so that you know disconnection right there of who am i dealing with when it's good it's good when it's bad it's bad that type of stuff um that causes that cognitive dissonance now in that abusive cycle you can be you begin to almost like I don't want to say an empath would really resonate with this, but almost where you begin to feel a level of sympathy for the person because you you can see what's happening. You can see these different personalities and it's almost like you see past all of that and you're trying to see to the heart of someone. And so you begin to have love for the person and real sympathy because I don't want to even say you just like feel bad, but there's a level of feeling bad. There's a level of, let me try to help you. Let me try to fix you. Let me try to get to, you know, get you to see that what you're doing is not okay. So there's a level of responsibility that you have put on yourself in regards to who this person is, how they live their life, their character, how they go about in the world, and honestly, how they're treating you. So when your standards are extremely low, your self-worth is extremely low, but you feel a need to fix and save someone when you are in an abusive cycle and come from dysfunction yourself, because if my initial programming, if my initial tape, if my initial relationships as a child were extremely dysfunctional, chances are I'm going to look for that in people. Even though I know it's wrong, even though I know it's not okay that what you're doing, I'm going to I'm going to be energetically connected to that because that's part of my makeup. That's what I came from. Now, again, n- like not all dysfunctional relationships, there there has to be a trauma bond. Not every person that came from a horrific background is going to go out into the world and just start attracting every abusive person there is. But there is something to be said about where you came from and unhealed wounds and what you're going to be attracted to going forward in your life until you have healed that stuff, until you have have acknowledged it, until you're aware of it, until you start working on those standards and bringing those standards up and that self-worth piece, you are just at the mercy of going into autopilot, letting the way you were programmed and the people that were around you just take over and dictate really who you pick as a partner. So when we 
love someone. It's very easy to love someone, um, but to maintain love, you know, we can be with someone who's not good for us, extremely unhealthy, abusive, etc., and you can feel compassion for that person. You can have love for that person because you're a human being, but to stay, that's why that saying, you know, love can only go so far. <laughs> it's not all about love because at the end of the day, it can't just be about the heart and you loving someone. The head has to also come in and actually make a good decision for us. And so if I come from codependency, insecurities, a terrible upbringing, and I'm just going off of autopilot and I have no idea what my stuff is, my standards are really low, I overlook red flags, I don't really even know what I want in relationships, I think I know, but it's not really that clear, and all of this wishy-washy, unhealed, blech, right, is at the forefront, that stuff, that mess, is actually picking the people for me. So you're not really picking someone. When you love someone, you choose to love them, right? When we say our vows, when we get married, when we, whatever, even if you don't get married, the commitment that you make to someone to be faithful and all of those things. And um, that comes with you consciously deciding that. Now you may not consciously be picking these partners. This might be part of the program, part of your energy that goes, oh look, I think I'm attracted to you or I am attracted to you and why am I attracted to this type of a person that comes from that background stuff that comes from the childhood that comes from old wounds that comes from what you saw growing up and it's just what you're going to link up with unknowingly you know you think you're out in the world picking you know Bob or Sue at the restaurant and you meet you know your buddy's friend and you're like oh cool and there's like a physical connection there or a physical attraction, but when you start to get to know someone, the more you get to know someone, the more you become more attracted to the person and the more you want to hang out with them. Again, no standards. What is the standard in order for you to be a romantic partner for me? What does that look like? How do I wanna be treated? How do I wanna live my life? What's my character like? I expect that in a partner, right? So we can have harmonious union or at least get along and have this be a fairly easy relationship, although all relationships are work, but you know what I mean? Some are more work than others. Let's just keep it real. We wouldn't be watching these videos if they weren't, but I digress. <laughs> and anyways, um, so if you are not aware of that stuff, you're going to always pick the wrong person. So when we are a baby, when we're a child, we are bonded to our parents whether we know it or not, right? We're just naturally bonded to mother. Um, these hormones connect us, and so that's what creates, creates this bond. We're not able, as babies, as children, to say, okay, I'm feeling this connection, but I actually don't want it because mom, you're an alcoholic, and dad, you got some issues that you've never tended to right now. That's not gonna happen. You are just going to bond to them, whether you like it or not, because you don't have any logic to actually make these good decisions for yourself. So that's how the program actually really starts. Now, when you go out into the world, you have this tape of how you want to be bonded with people. And when there's no consciousness of what the tape is and no consciousness of what your issues are or what your dysfunction is, the red flags, however you want to look at it, if I'm not aware of it or I just don't care, quite frankly, then here we go. I'm going to link up. I'm going to link up. So, And then that's where years later you look back at the relationship and you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking? I literally didn't have any standards to allow you to treat me this way because you were just linking to what you've always known. So things like the cuddle hormone, 
dopamine, you know, all of these hormones that we have that will connect us, especially as females, when we um, begin, you know, being intimate with our partners, I mean, talk about a release of hormones, to like just like link up because that's the way we're made. We were made to mate with you and procreate. And the man was meant to, you know, spread the seed in order to procreate. So the minute we link up even sexually with our partners on an intimate level, we're already connecting. And that's why most dating coaches, therapists, or whatever will say women, don't become intimate with someone unless you absolutely know for sure because that's going to cause you to just start look overlooking red flags because the hormone has taken over and the logic goes out the window. So now with trauma bonding, it just is an unhealthy attachment because the way you're made up came from programming that wasn't healthy and so you're going to attach in an unhealthy way to a person depending on how severe, severely codependent you are or a people pleaser, a lack of low self-esteem, fear of the unknown to not wanna be single, I'm 30, I should be married by now, I need to hurry up. And so that becomes the absolute goal and picking a really great partner isn't really as big of a priority because I wanna have children. When all those things start to happen, you're going to overlook and you're going to become bonded to someone a little bit more. And of course, if you're really severe, then you'll blame yourself for why you're receiving any level of abuse as if it has anything to do with you. Now, when we talked about cognitive dissonance, in the abusive cycle, there's usually also a period where the person was once the most amazing partner ever, and then they turned into some, you know, giving you some abusive behaviors, manipulating, cheating, lying, what have you. You put your foot down and then they beg to work on themselves, they're gonna change, and you believe it because you want to believe it, but there's no standard in place, there's no consequence, there's no pending period of trial here of, okay, you wanna be different? Okay, let me see. You just believe words. And, and because you want to, because you think that this person is actually person A who you saw in the very beginning and that everything else that has happened is just BS, you know, like, oh, they're lost. Oh, they're messed up. Oh, they have some issues. And yeah, absolutely. That's probably what's causing all of the dysfunction, but that's not your problem. And we don't stay linked to people that have all of these issues because guess what? We all have them. We all come from something that we're trying to work on within ourselves, heal, etc. Everyone's level is different, of course, but that's not your problem. Your problem is to take care of you and to find someone who's taking care of them and have a nice life together while he's working or she's working on herself and you're working on yourself. So now if you catch yourself justifying abusive behavior, if you feel on a very deep level that you know this person isn't right for you and you know you should be ending this relationship, but you're really struggling to actually cut the cord, when you're constantly fixated on trying to fix this person. And again, it's okay to love someone and have patience and let you work this out and all those things, but there has to be progress that's being made. And that progress is gonna be determined by what your standards are and what you expect. And if someone can't meet that, then how long do you sit and wait for someone to get better and you just keep going through this abuse? The only way you can really break a tie is by if your self-worth is where it needs to be and your standards are so high and you don't come from any fear whatsoever and even if you're in a marriage and there's children involved of course we all want the white picket fence of course no one wants to break up a family but you have to kind of check your story is it better to stay together and be in this relationship that isn't good and isn't a good example for the kids 
or would you rather be alone and be happy and show your children happy parents or a healthy parent, even if it's just one? Now, when you come from the no fear, the self-esteem, the standards are really high, it's going to be easy to break this bond. But like with any addiction, and that's what this is, it's going to take time. It's going to take fighting through all the stories that you're going to tell yourself that are going to want to keep you bonded to this person. So I hope that that has helped you guys. I hope that you have gotten some good tidbits from this podcast. Thank you so much guys for all of the love and supporting these episodes. I hope they were inspirational and motivating and inspired you and educated you as well. Thanks again. I'll see you next week. Hey friends, thanks for loving our podcast and thriving with us. If you are still thinking after listening to enough podcasts that you still need some guidance or answers with your healing journey, then book a session with me today. You can click below any podcast for more information or go to my website, www.stephanielynlifecoaching.com.